0: Hi, my name is Amy. I have, well, had a baby. Before you look at me like I'm a terrible person, please just be patient and hear my story. Everything in my life seemed to be going right for a while. I had a wonderful boyfriend, Mark, a fantastic job that I loved. And then I saw those two little lines on the pregnancy test. Mark and I hadn't talked about having kids, but we were financially stable and in love so we decided we could handle it. I started to feel excited, elated even. That is, until right before Christmas. I got a call late at night, right after Mark left for work. What the police officer said on the other end of the line changed my life forever. Mark had died in a car crash, and just like that, in an instant, I was alone. I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I could barely get out of bed. I had lost the father of my child. While I was mourning him, I lost my job because I couldn't force myself to care enough to go into work. Soon I was barely hanging on. My mental health was terrible. Every day was just harder and harder. I started to realize there was no way I could raise my child. I couldn't work. I was alone. I was depressed. So I decided I would put her up for adoption. I wouldn't get attached. When I had her, I tried not to look at her. But when I saw her eyes, her beautiful blue eyes, I started to doubt everything. The doctors whisked her away before I could even say anything. It broke my heart. But I didn't want a child now, not when Mark is not here. I have to be strong and forget about giving birth to this child. Days passed, and the beautiful face of my baby didn't leave me. I could see her and feel her everywhere. That's when I started to feel regret. What had I done? What kind of monster was I? The next morning I called the orphanage. I begged to have my daughter back. They told me she's with her new parents now. She has been already adopted. I cried and begged, but they couldn't help. That's when I realized I had truly lost my daughter. But I wasn't gonna give up. I was devoted to getting my daughter back. I tried every way possible and begged the orphanage director several times to give me the name of the adoptive parents, but she refused. I lost hope, and that's when a young lady who works in the office where they archive the files felt pity for me and told me the name of the parents. I then sent the parents a letter begging for them to return her to me. When I finally got a letter back, my heart soared. I ripped it open, but what I found inside tore my heart in two. We are Ella's family now. Please stop contacting us." They named her Ella. Beautiful. But how can they ask me to do that? What was going to happen if she grew up knowing I hadn't wanted her? I felt the panic setting in, the desperation. I wasn't ready to give up. For years, I contacted the family. I sent letters daily. I was bouncing from job to job, narrowly escaping homelessness and struggling to find places to live. But one thing was consistent in my life. Trying to get my daughter back. Trying to talk to her. For her fifth birthday, I sent a card addressed to Ella, and it got sent directly back to me. The family had rejected the letter, rejected my chance to reconnect with my daughter. Holding that letter back in my hands absolutely enraged me. I couldn't move on until I had my daughter back in my life. Over the next 13 years, my life kept spiraling. I lost job after job, and the only thing I could focus on was staying alive so I could keep trying to send letters. Every single one was returned to me. Eventually, Ella and her adoptive family moved, and I felt completely alone. I started going to the public library in town just so I'd have a warm place to apply for jobs. A young woman always sat at the table beside me, her head buried in the books before her. Eventually, I struck up a conversation with her. She was a college student going to medical school. She was top of her class, had a lovely boyfriend, and was really thriving. She asked what I did, and I wasn't sure how to answer. I told her I worked a few different jobs and had a daughter. I enjoyed my conversations with her. As we neared the end of the school year, she told me she was going to be moving back into her parents' house for the summer, so she'd only be at the library for a few more days. I realized I had never asked for her name. As she was walking out, she turned to me, Ella, Ella Thompson. I could barely breathe. My heart jumped out of my chest, but I tried to appear calm. This woman, this beautiful, smart, hard-working woman, was my daughter, my baby girl that I had been dying to see for years? I told her my name as well, wished her luck in her studies, and left the library in shock. I walked home that night in a haze. Our conversations continued as we neared the end of the week. She was so insanely successful, so wise for her age. She was everything that I had never been. Her adoptive parents had money so they could send her to all the best schools. She knew violin and how to ski. She never could have had those things with me. I had been mourning the loss of her father for almost 18 years. I couldn't take care of myself, let alone take care of a child. That's when it hit me. Giving her up was the absolute best thing I could have done for her. Deep down, I've always known it, and that's why perhaps I could never go inside their house and meet her during all those years. I understood then that I have no regrets for putting her up for adoption. I felt sorry for thinking that way, but it was right. My daughter is better off without me, and that hurts a lot. Her last day in town, I walked her to her car. I handed her a box, all the letters that had been returned over the years, and I told her the truth. Ella was listening attentively and with eyes wide open. I tried to hold her hand, but she took hers away. I told her I was sorry. I told her it's what was best for her, and that it took me years to realize that. I then told her about Mark, about our romance, about what an incredible man he was. At that moment, Ella pushed me away and started yelling at me. She then asked me with an angry voice, what did you expect? Was I supposed to hug you and tell you I am happy to meet you? You left me the moment I was born for Pete's sake. What do you want? Leave me alone. I don't want you in my life. I couldn't stop crying all the way home. Ella didn't even give me a chance to explain myself. She treated me very badly, and what hurts me more is that she's right. I don't deserve her love. For her, I'll always be the mother who left her and didn't care about her. She couldn't grasp that I spent all my life trying to reconnect with her. A month later, I received a letter. To my surprise, it was from Ella. My heart pounded as I opened it Dear Amy, I am sorry for treating you that way. Now that I've finally got some time to think and reflect, I think I am not mad at you. My adoptive parents have also told me about all the attempts you made to see me and get me back. I understand that you had a tough life, but I hope it's finally time for you to stop mourning Mark and start moving on. I'd like to see you the next time I visit the town. Thanks for allowing me to live the life you couldn't provide. I know you made the difficult decision, but trust me, it was for my best. I am excited to see you soon and learn more about you. I burst into tears after reading the letter. It's finally time for me to show my daughter how I am capable of change. I'm glad I could forgive myself and finally invest in my life to become a better person for me and for my beautiful Ella. Deep down, I still believe that giving Ella up was the best choice I've ever made for her.